to our podcast episode 2. Our boutique is open for business, baby. <laughs> we have a controversial topic today, right, Crystal? We do. We're talking about feminism and modern feminism. Yeah, so we are taking a departure for fashion just for one minute, and we are going to talk about something that is really relevant and is showing up on our social media feed. It's being part of the conversation quite often nowadays, which is feminism. And we wanted to dig into it because Crystal and I have pretty different opinions when it comes to feminism, and I think it would be cool to see different points of view with a big generational gap, right? So, I don't know, you want to give them a little bit of the history? Yeah, so let's do a little history lesson. So, the first Women's Right Convention was 1848, where the leaders were Elizabeth and Lucretia, where they demanded civil, social, political, and religious rights for women. Uh, this produced a list of demands called the Declaration of Sentiments, and after this gathering, women's voting rights were the central issue. Yeah, and, you know, during those times, if you think about the beginning of the 20th century, women only made about 24% of the workforce, so women were not working at all. After this movement gained momentum, if you fast forward to 1945, we increased our presence to 37% of the workforce, so it did work, right? And then if you think about what women were fighting for back in those days, they were fighting for basic human rights because they couldn't vote. We weren't treated as equals. No, we basically just wanted the same treatment as men. And we didn't have that at the time. We were seen as inferior human beings, right? So fast forward to nowadays, we think things have changed a bit. So maybe not for the better. Maybe not for the better. I kind of have to agree with that. Let's talk a little, a little bit about what, the, what does feminism mean to us? So to me, feminism means really embracing that feminine power, that feminine energy, and finding strength in your vulnerability, and also being the best person you can to the people you love, family members, friends, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it is, and also finding purpose in life and empowerment while doing things that give you purpose and meaning. Hmm. Okay, so I have a pretty different view of feminism. I am pretty black and white. I feel like feminism to me is still the 1960s version of I just want equal rights. I don't want special treatment. I don't want to be better than anybody else. I just want to be able to have basic rights. I want to be able to vote. I want to be able, when I apply to a job, I want to have the same chances of getting the position as a man as long as our qualifications are equal. I am not saying, hey, you know, I am not as experienced as this other guy over here, but they're going to give me the position because I am a woman and they need to meet their female quota and give me kind of like special treatment. I am not for that at all, guys. I just want all things being equal, let's say in the scenario of me applying for a job, if my experience is the same, my level of education is the same, I want to have a fair chance just like that guy, and I want to make the same amount of money as him as long as the qualifications are equal. So I just want the same basic rights that women back in the day wanted. And I want to be treated with respect. Like yeah. I don't like... Sometimes I have experienced that in the workforce where I am still a little bit treated like a secretary or, you know, I don't know, I used to work with people in Brazil, my home country, and they're really nice to you, but they don't respect any of your opinions or like, don't, yeah. right? Like when we say something in a meeting, they'll look at the man for the final decision, like the woman, we are not viewed as the same. I kind of understand that a little bit. I don't think I've really been discriminated against, but for my school, as someone who is in a male-dominated technical degree, I definitely do feel out of place a bit because the majority of the students are men, so it's definitely kind of like, well, look at all the women there, you know, I kind of feel out of place a little bit. I'm like, <laughs> do people think I have the same capacity as the men or the boys in my class? I felt the exact same way when I was going to engineering school, and I don't know, so so what do you think feminism is like today? Like, what do you think has changed about feminism? I don't think feminism has changed for the better, in my opinion. It might be controversial, but I feel like the main struggle is really fighting against the patriarchy. And I feel like a lot of feminists think that the patriarchy is really oppressive to them. And we've seen this a lot in different protests. We have the Women's March and we have recently the Roe versus Wade. So I feel like a lot of big topics now are women's safety, uh, reproductive laws, education, and also economic equality. Yeah, I agree. But I think, 
I don't know, I feel like it, for me at least, and please guys, like do not destroy us because these are controversial opinions, okay? I would love to hear what you have to say in the comment section in a productive... Just be respectful. Yes, just in a respectful way because we do not have to agree on everything. The world right now is way too divided. Human beings now do not know how to respect people that have differing opinions, okay? I don't think any less of anybody that thinks differently than me and I hope we get the same respect. But with that being said, I feel like feminism has gone way too far now um i feel like there is a little bit of like i don't know men are bad men are terrible yeah. like you know we we have to like women power let's just all stay together because men are horrific beings and the patriarchy is trying to destroy us i i actually kind of despise the word patriarchy like i don't like to hear it it's not how i live my life and here is the thing right i have had some negative experiences with men um in the workforce where like i mentioned they i've never had anybody like put me down but i have had little things like i'm sitting on the table and it's all men and i'm the only women woman and they'll be like ah who's gonna take notes ah erica you take notes because you have pretty writing <laughs> okay so i have experienced that but on the other hand i have had man your typical white older guy who have sponsored my career and have helped me get promoted and have coached me to the place where i am today and i had so many of them who were seriously sponsors of my career and have helped me through so for people to hate man i i don't sympathize with that with that feeling whatsoever because i wouldn't be where i am today without the help of men i can agree with that i feel like what that boils down to is that people in general can just be really sucky whether you're a man woman whatever yeah. you identify as there it's, are plenty of women bitches out there in the work face in the workplace okay don't get me wrong yeah i mean women can be bad just like men mm -hmm. can be bad so i definitely feel like there's a lot of bashing with men that I don't necessarily agree with because like we said women and men can both be bad and that kind of goes to women for women and women empowerment and it's like I don't know what how do you feel about that that whole su women supporting women just because you're a woman um I, I don't agree with it because I am a woman for women good women i don't support all women i support good women because a lot of times when people say see me criticize another woman well automatically aren't you, yeah, yeah aren't you supposed to be supporting women? so you can never no. say anything bad about another yes. woman which kind of bothers me because why Same. why like for men they don't have that expectation where oh men support men and we don't have to say anything bad about each other you know it's just kind of like I'm a woman for the people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree 100%. I, I support good women. Women, good women supporting good women should be the slogan. Yeah, there okay? you go. I do not support women at all costs. There are women in jail right now, okay, for capital murder. You know what I mean? Like, not all women are great. Not all men are great. There's good and bad people in every category of the population. But, um, and then the other piece that I see, at least on social media, is that the women supporting women is all fake. It's all cute little sayings on your post. Girl oh, boss. Hashtag women supporting women. And then these women behind the scenes are the most conniving fake ass bitches who sabotage each other, don't help each other. That is my experience in social media. Like 90% of the women I have met in social media, I'm telling you, the vast majority, they are terrible. They do not support you. They barely talk to you, much less help you, like help you succeed. They all post on their posts. Ah, yeah, I love seeing other women succeed because boss women, they support each other. They don't feel threatened by each other. You see those slogans all the time, right? I, with very few exceptions, most social media personalities, YouTubers, Instagrammers, they do Bank. not do that whatsoever. They don't even talk to other women. Damn. It's fake. That struck a nerve, right? Because I am bitter. Yeah, I am you are. Bitter, boo. More women need to support her, I guess. I wish I could <laughs> name names to tell you all the fake oh. bitches that are out there that post the cute little inspirational quotes and are nothing like that in That's why life. I don't say any of that. That's why I'm not for that because I just think it's all fake. Like, it's just all talk. I agree 100%. And then, you know, so back to the modern feminism thing, I think, um, you know, we have seen articles that talk a lot about, you know, what was the real purpose behind feminism and what, you know, and some ulterior motives, you know, behind kind of launching this whole feminist ideology. Yeah. And that kind of made me think, you know, because these articles, um, they say they're really the true 
force behind feminism and saying we equal pay, equal everything was for because the government needed money and they wanted women to get into the workforce because then they that, could get taxed. Yes, they could tax these women and then have more revenue for the government. So the point of feminism wasn't really to benefit women. What they say is that it was to bring take women out of the houses, put them in the workforce so the government could collect more money. Yeah, because that was a whole half of the population that wasn't giving any money to the government, which that really rubs me the wrong way because girl I could be sitting at, ha at my home nice and cozy cooking some banana bread for my family <laughs> now I gotta go to school now I gotta go to work so you believe that that was true then I mean it definitely makes sense in my opinion a lot of these political movements have ulterior motives they're okay. just facades to be for the people when really there's other things going on behind the scenes that we just don't know. And you know, do you know why I believe that as well? Because I have done research and one example is cigarettes, right? So back in the day when you had those marketing campaigns for cigarettes, what they did to sell more cigarettes was to market that for a woman to smoke cigarettes that was empowering. Therefore, they attach cigarettes to this picture of rebellion and I'm so powerful and I'm independent and I am smoking. So that was very, very strategic, strategic advertising. And, yes, and well thought out. So women started smoking everywhere because they thought, I want to be rebellious. You know, I'm independent. I am, I am going to smoke because I am equal to men. So the goal of that was not benefit of women whatsoever and now we know cigarettes are probably the worst thing that you can possibly do to your health but it was never the benefit of women it was the benefit of themselves yeah to make money off of you and also while doing my research too i saw that while women were coming to the workforce in the industrial revolution world war ii um they liked the women workers working at the factories and the mills because they pay them significantly less so it was cheap labor and it benefited the businesses so they could have cheap labor and make more money mm -hmm. so i am now very skeptical of anything that is that they that is attached to women that says this is women's empowerment because i feel what is happening nowadays is the opposite of women's empowerment i feel like what is happening nowadays is the cigarettes because i feel now we are marketing um you know, being sexual and being vulgar and showing your skin and sleeping around as empowerment for women, right? And I am very skeptical of that. And I think that that is cigarettes all over again. Because if you really look at that, who is that truly benefiting? Because I have seen research, you know, I have seen research talking about this. And the way women interact with men and the science for attachment for women and men is very different. So a guy can sleep around and have zero attachment just to like satisfy a physical need. Women naturally get attached. Yeah, there's definitely a parallel with the cigarettes to now sexuality and it's being, it's very much in our face, right? Where people are like, feel empowered by, you, you can feel empowered by sleeping with a bunch of people and by doing adult work and I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but to me where I have an issue with it is glorifying it. And in my generation, I feel like hookup culture is very big and a lot of people do it. And to me, I feel like it leaves women feeling very empty. Mm -hmm. And I think also there's an ulterior motive for hookup culture to be seen as beneficial and empowering to women because who does it actually benefit? It benefits men. Just men are getting more options of who they get to hook up with. Mm -hmm. Absolutely agree with that. And I feel like men are the ones that are ultimately benefiting from it, you know, from saying WAP. And, you know, I've talked about this in the past where, you know, you have these artists, you know, dress really promiscuous and kind of glorifying, you know, gratuitous sex and dressing very, very provocative. And again, I am not approved, you guys. You guys should know that about me, right? I'm very open with Crystal. I don't expect people to like save themselves until they get married. I do think you need to get experience around 
someone before you commit to someone for the rest of your life but i think it's balance do you know what i mean i don't think that you you dressing the way these people are portraying is empowerment i don't think you swiping right swiping left and and being with three dudes in a week is empowerment and then the science behind it it actually says that women actually feel more depressed with hookup culture because what happens is you get that moment that you experience connection with someone and then they leave and you you are felt really empty men leave that experience feeling very satisfied and very accomplished yeah another check in my box right women are the opposite women like the connection in the moment you enjoy that moment but the next day you feel empty and sad because you crave the connection we are wired differently so it is so funny and i'm sure you i think you guys will relate to this as well but i cannot tell you how many friends i have oh yeah uh -oh. I, i'm just satisfying myself because i am single and ready to mingle and i'm gonna go out you go girl you do what you gotta do and they're all fall in love and then they all the next day when how come he hasn't called me dude this was a one-night deal i mean you are attached nine point nine times out of ten they get attached they say they're in for the game but they never are because we are not built the same yeah and also too i want to talk about body count i feel like there's definitely a double standard um because i see those TikToks right of uh someone asking girls are like oh well, if a guy has like a really high body count they're like no that's not for me but if a guy says the same exact thing then they're automatically banned off the face of the earth and they're canceled so I'm like <laughs> that's such a double standard I mean it is. is it not it is it is totally a double standard so I don't know I think when we talk about feminism and sexuality you know like we're talking about right now I do think it has taken a turn for the worst and you know who am I to judge you know if somebody wants to do something it's their problem who they sleep with how many like I'm not here to judge any women but I do think that this ideology in the end hurts us more than it does good yeah i agree with that too we have a similar opinion and also to touch upon adult work as well i feel like this is something that's very glamorized on social media especially TikTok, because you'll see you know the adult dancing videos and they kind of mm -hmm. vlog and it looks like easy money right they're like oh i just danced on set for an hour and i have a thousand dollars and i took a break and then you know what i mean and then all the comments are like wow this is amazing you made so much money this is easy work this is awesome and even like with sugar daddies for example i see some people that are like oh like he just asked me to like hang out for dinner or he just wants me to talk to him and he gave me like five hundred dollars or something so then that kind of breeds people especially young girls who see that and they're like wow maybe i should try doing that as well because it's easy work mm -hmm. it's easy money but they do not tell you or show you exactly what they have to do not at all it's so misleading they only show the good parts right they don't show when you have to give the disgusting sugar daddy the sugar. They don't show the part that you are not allowed to have a life and you have to be at that man's back, back and call mm -hmm. all the time, whether you are attracted to him or not. They don't show you all of the, I don't know, degrading, because I feel like it's degrading for me to be there as your servant. And I don't care how many Gucci bags or Hermes bags you're going to give me. To me, that is a miserable life. Like, I would rather not have the Hermes bags and be with a guy that I truly love and maybe not be as wealthy than subject myself to that for money. And then the other piece, talking about the adult industry, I watched a series on Netflix about OF, if you know what I mean, that, that website where people do adult work. And again, I am not judging. I feel like you do whatever you want to do, right? But I don't think we should glorify it, okay? It's a job. and I It's saw, hard work. It's very hard work. And, and people I, don't realize that. And it messes with your self-esteem and your mental health, I believe, okay? So on this one episode, this girl is like, really young girl, and she was doing, she's a cam girl, and she's like doing her work. And, she, and this dude was paying her money to recruit other girls like on Instagram and bring more girls to the business. And she, and was, she was like, like, this is empowering. Yeah. And she's like, this is empowering. I make all of this money. And I'm like, you are actually exposing yourself to make men happy, to satisfy men. How is that empowering? On top of it all, you have a man paying you to recruit other young girls into this life to satisfy yeah, more men to breed young girls how is that empowering like how can you frame it in your head that that's empowering do you know what it would be empowering if you are the rich woman that is paying the guy 
to satisfy you, okay? If you are watching a camboy and you are there with your money telling him what you want him to do, do this, turn around, that is empowering. That is you in a position of power. You subjecting yourself, I don't care how much money you're making, you subjecting yourself to what a man wants and is telling you to do, I cannot see for the life of me how that's empowering. I don't know. A lot of people say because they're just taking his money and they're using the power of their sexuality to to use that to take someone's money. And but for me, that kind of crosses a line. I, I'm all for like feminine energy and and using your sexuality, but in a more mysterious way, not so upfront about it. And also too, like this is what bothers me a lot is if you're in my generation, a big problem in relationships is. Uh, your man following girls on Instagram. We, we know a lot of Instagram models pose for skating in bikinis and lingerie and stuff like that. And I'm just like, if women didn't feel the need to do this, then there would be no problem. There would be no <laughs> one to look at. Okay? So, women, stop. <laughs> I think there's a little bit of self-serving in that statement right there. But I just, do you know what I mean? So, if you do this work, no, no passing judgment on you, but don't glorify it. They painted it as if they are having fun and having the time of their lives. And my friend, I am really sorry, but imagine having to get up every day, doll yourself up, do your makeup, your hair, shave your privates three times a day because you have to put it all out there and pretend you are having fun doing all that. That is exhausting, girl. That is. So like she said, people got to do what they got to do. And I don't judge. Just I wish people were a bit more real with it and weren't glorifying it like yeah, you said like it's easy we are influencing young girls yeah, instead of and pursuing, that's what bothers me yeah instead of real girls pursuing real love real satisfying love and family and career and something that's going to make them feel good about themselves truly empowering we are telling girls not to do any of these things because the way to go is get a sugar daddy so you can get gucci bags and that is a life that is not rewarding and is not happy i am really sorry and one thing my final message about feminism and and sexuality is i just don't understand why we aren't saying this message of being sexually empowered is have finding that person that's really special to you and connecting in an intimate way and kind of exchanging that energy and, and having a real spiritual love experience. Like, why isn't that the message of empowering? Why is the message of empowering, you know, hooking up with a bunch of people, a bunch mm -hmm. of different men? And to me, it's because that's not what really serves men. And I think too, like, if you think about the progression, right? In the past, we were not allowed to be you know, at all sexual, very right? Taboo. It was very taboo. We were supposed to save ourselves for marriage. And I think feminism during those times did serve a purpose to teach us that, hey, you don't need to feel guilty if you get intimate with somebody. You don't mm -hmm. need to feel bad. You don't need to be ashamed or embarrassed. You can own it, you know, and you can do it and you can satisfy yourself and have a complete relationship with someone without feeling like you're doing something wrong. And I think that that was a very positive move. But I think now we have crossed the line way too it's far. very radical. Where we are saying the more dudes around you are rocking with, the cooler you are. And I do not think that that is true whatsoever. And it's not because I think um, I'm putting a woman down for sleeping around. I just don't think that that is truly fulfilling for women. They are trying to make you believe that it is. Oh, you're so cool. You know, what is your body count? Whatever. In reality, when you are doing this, most of the time, you are really craving a partner. Somebody to be there with you, to wake up with you, to go to the grocery store with you. This is not something that we women look up to do. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to go ahead, you know, and hit five guys. This is not how we are wired. That's bottom line. Definitely not me at least, but... I know some girls out there, y'all cold and keep doing your thing. <laughs> that could not be me, okay? Okay, so let's switch gears a little bit. So we talked a little bit about feminism and sexuality. Now let's talk about feminism and career. This is a very controversial topic right now because I see two very polarizing messages out there in the social media space. I have friends too that are kind of like in a different uh, space of uh, in the spectrum. But there is a very big movement. Uh, there's two big uh, schools of thought, right? One is that you want to be independent and you want to have a career and you want to work and you don't want to be a stay-at-home mom uh, because you don't want to depend on a man for anything. And then the other piece, which is I feel is gaining traction now, is that 
women should be utilizing their feminine energy and they should be home and they should be raising children and raising the next generation um you know that's our value and it's okay to embrace your feminine energy and kind of depending more so on a man and depend on a man and be a partner to a man that is a provider have more traditional roles where a man is a provider and then the woman is the nurturer mm -hmm. and we have different opinions here okay so Anna Bay has entered the chat. Anna, this is for you. Because <laughs> Anna and I actually have had this conversation on Instagram DMs. Because Anna is very much about the feminine energy. I am very much about independent energy. But let's talk. To me, I want to be both. <laughs> I, in an ideal world, I'd be working at a like part-time job just for fun while my man makes most of the money and i'm you know i want to be the range rover pilates princess okay <laughs> but so of course my parents both raised me to be very independent go to school school's the most important thing and financially support yourself and have a successful career for yourself but oh as i've gotten older i mean obviously and lazier <laughs> she has changed her mind <laughs> No, I'm obviously in school, right? But like, I want to be in school and I and graduate and then not have to use the degree. <laughs> oh my God. I thought I was a bad girl. I thought I did a bad job. I want to be the Pilates princess. What can I say? But I mean, obviously, yes, I'm working very hard in school to be able to financially support myself. And I don't want to have to ask someone to be like, hey, can I buy this? Can I get this type thing? I think it is very important to have your own independence that way you don't depend on anyone really for anything so what is it though because you were like do you want to be a, a stay-at-home princess or do you want to work i mean honestly what i'll probably do is work i i do find enjoyment in being productive and having a career and being successful i feel like that's definitely a main part of my personality but i would love to not have to work <laughs> I would love to not have to work too. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm all about independence, but do I wish I had to work? Of course not. Who, who yeah. wants to work, you know? So I, I don't know. I am on a, a different space. So I think, and I talked to Anna about this. I think the way you grew up has a lot to do with your opinion in this matter. Because I think depending on how your parents were as a couple and the experience you had with your parents in that situation has shaped your beliefs. So I'll tell you, my parents growing up, my dad was the provider and my mom was the stay-at-home mom. And they were both awesome. My dad was always very hardworking. He was a great provider. And my mom was a great mom to us and a stay-at-home mom. But every time she had to buy a lipstick, she had to ask for his permission. And it was always a discussion. Hey, can I go buy a pair of shoes? Why do you need another pair of shoes? You know, my dad was a cheap ass. Why do you need another pair of shoes? You only have three pairs of shoes. Like, what, what is that? So she had to freaking build a case as to why she had to buy. It was freaking Shark Tank presentation, okay? She had to show up with a PowerPoint to tell them why she had to buy a pair of shoes. And that was ingrained in my head. And what my mom would do, even for me too, she would take me out and she would like do these little layaway programs hidden from my dad <laughs> and buy me like the cute clothes and buy herself something. And she would pay, she had an allowance every hey, month. Hey, she always found a way though. Yeah. He would give her an allowance every month, you know, and she would pay the little things with her allowance. And that really ingrained in my brain that I never want to ask a man for anything that I want. I want to buy whatever the hell I want. And right now, that's exactly what I do. Actually, my husband and I, I, I don't want to have a, a, a together account with him. How do you say that together? Like a joint account. A joint account. I don't want to have a joint account with my husband. I never had and never will because my money is my money. And if I want to go buy a $5,000 bag and I am tight that month and I want to make 10 payments, whatever the hell, it's my problem. Like I don't want to be questioned. And that is a powerful place to be, is all I'm gonna say. Wow. Now, my joint account is gonna be, I'm gonna have my money and then my husband's money is also <laughs> gonna be my money. <laughs> but you can see what I'm saying? That's why I feel like being independent is so important because I would be uncomfortable to be in a position where I have to ask for the things that I want because I'm very proud, okay? Now, with that being said, I think a stay-at-home mom has a very important job. I think raising the future generation is probably the most important job you will ever have. Yeah, I also think really that hard. women have gone way too much to the workforce and women are neglecting their children. I see mm, around me 
all the time where their kids are being raised by iPads and by YouTube and by TikTok and they are turning up to be some freaking punks. Yeah, I, I mean, it's hard because the norm now is that both parents work in a family household and the kids are kind of what to just go to school and kind of be with themselves and mm -hmm. entertain themselves a bit, which that's an interesting topic to bring up because I definitely do feel like parents nowadays are lazy. Yeah, I mean, they don't. parents don't want to deal. Like, they are seriously throwing their kids to watch YouTube all day. It is very sad to see. So kids nowadays, they're not are getting... Are brain dead. <laughs> yeah, they're not getting their values and their morals from their parents anymore. They're getting their values and their morals from, from social media and from school which is terrible okay it's like when i think about the people that were around me in school they were all screwed up okay i i am so glad my parents didn't do that to me and my mom did raise me as a stay-at-home mom so i think that that is a very important value and you contribute so much as a stay-at-home mom so i don't know if i had to think about the ideal scenario for me do you want to know like my dream life my dream life is this let's see it i have my degree I can get a banging job, making amazing money as an engineer, and then my husband is comfortable enough to say, sweetie, you don't have to work anymore. Yeah, so what I want. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'm going to quit. But the moment that I feel uncomfortable, I can get a job. Yeah. The moment that I am not happy with that relationship, I do not depend on that man because also I cannot tell you how many women that I know are unhappy in their relationship and they are in this situation forever because they cannot afford to leave. And life is so precious and it goes by so fast for you to be unhappy in a relationship forever. Like to me, that's so scary because when a man has financial power over you, you are right here in the palm of his hand and you're screwed. And he knows that. And too. he knows that. So it's a very complex issue. So if I had to stop working to depend on somebody, it would be having a backup plan. It would be, dude, I have my degree. If you screw with me, if I'm unhappy, I have my engineering job at the drop of a hat. Yeah. McDonald's, are you hiring? <laughs> <laughs> no, not McDonald's, because that doesn't buy Chanel. <laughs> but that is a huge fear for me, is being at the mercy of a man. And, and guys, I know people are like, well, but I love my husband. My husband is amazing, and he would never do that to me. That's what I thought with my first marriage. Like, I have a very cold, I guess, in pragmatic view of things because I got married to someone that I was madly in love with, that he was madly in love with me, and we thought we were going to stay together forever, and we were very happy for many, many years, and that ended, okay? So the way I see life right now is that really with a relationship, there are no guarantees. You may be madly in love today, but dude, there is no guarantees that 20 years from now, you're going to be in that situation. Yeah, and with you talking about your parents so my parents so your you, parents are amazing imperfect like i think well growing up I know, <laughs> but growing up so my mom was the breadwinner of the family so i have that dynamic and the dad was the stay-at-home dad so i grew up with him a lot i mean like i said he always was like make sure you do well in school school is the most important thing but i kind of feel like i had this view up until I've, i feel like i've questioned it a little bit now but up until now i've definitely been like work career you know like there's no other option like the woman has to be the breadwinner breadwinner and like the power of the family mm -hmm. i mean yeah i'm sure you grew up because we we did have a different dynamic you know yeah i mean i also feel i don't know guys right also we i want to make sure i mention this because we all have different desires in life right so i cannot assume that what i want for myself is what everybody else wants for themselves and i think that upsets me a little bit because because I am fulfilled having a career, I cannot assume that every other woman is fulfilled yeah. that way. There are women that are fulfilled as moms, and their dream is to be a mom. And, you know, that is the happiness for them. So I think we we have to acknowledge that as well, right? Yeah, even though I'm like, mm, kids, I don't know about that. <laughs> I've always just envisioned myself being a successful career woman. Yeah, I think, you know, it, it, it really depends on what your desires are in life, but I think you need to protect yourself. I am a person that I am always prepared for things to go wrong. So not having a backup plan and depending on a man is extremely scary for me. Maybe it is not for some, you know, and I think we need to respect um, each other's path. Yeah, and also too, like your, your opinions and values can change. Maybe for your whole life, you want to be a family and, and you want two kids and then you kind of have two kids and you're kind of like, 
man, I kind of don't really like motherhood and I don't like being a mother. Or maybe you're a career woman and that's your whole personality and what you strive for is success in business. And、mm-hmm. maybe you're like, eh, maybe I'm kind of tired of that.、Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that for me, I have a need to do something. Like for me, just to stay home, like, I don't know, for me to feel fulfilled. I have to have something like a creative outlet. I have to have a job. I have to contribute to society. That is part of what makes me feel fulfilled and it's part of my self worth. So, as an example, when Crystal was first born, I, I was going to school, to college at the time, and I stopped school for a while because I had to be with her, right? I don't remember how long it was, maybe six months or eight months of me doing nothing and just being with her, and I was miserable. And not because I didn't love my daughter, I enjoyed my time with her, but I felt so disconnected with the rest of the world. So it is built in me that I have to have something going to feel happy, you、mm-hmm. know?、Um, so some people might be the complete opposite, you know? So,、yeah. but, you know, talking a little bit about, you talked about kids,、yeah. right? So let's talk a little bit about feminism and family. And, and family, right? Because I do think that the modern feminist nowadays, Is very much not for kids. And I think that's very sad. I think that is one of the ways that feminism has evolved in a negative way is that it has taught the younger generation that having kids sucks and you should focus on yourself and just have a career and not be a mother. And you know, the world is too populated anyway. And you're doing the world a favor by not having children. And I think that that is terrible. I, that's like my viewpoint, but in my, <laughs> in my personal opinion, I feel like fem, feminism, feminism doesn't really push that, in my opinion. I feel like a lot of people who are millennials, a little bit older than me,、uh, feel this pressure to start a family from their parents or their partner's parents to have a family, and that's right after you get married, you got to start your family, and, and that's your journey in life. Well, I agree with that, but you don't think that having kids is getting like a bad connotation. I'll give you an example. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle got like a prize for committing to not have more than two kids or something like that, or more than one kid. They can only have one kid or something like that. And they got a prize for that because they were saying that that is helpful to the environment and earth for you to not have any kids, not have a lot of kids, which. In reality, like our population right now is declining. We are not keeping up with the amount of people that are dying. The people that are being born, there is an unbalance right now, and the population is naturally declining. You don't think there is an incentive, or we are glamorizing a little bit not having kids? I don't know. I, I personally don't think so. I mean, I think that opinion or that example definitely seems like it is, but. How I see it is, I just feel like the state of the world and the economic state of everything right now is just not conducive to having kids.、Hmm. Okay, that's interesting. Well,、I'll, I will share my opinion because, you know, obviously we have different opinions, but I do feel when I look at youth and I look youth and,、uh, you know, on my TikTok or on the social media, what I see, right, on my feed is. People saying kids are a pain in the ass, kids cry, kids are expensive, don't have kids, help the environment, help the earth.、Um, you know, you want to focus on your career. And I do think there is a component of feminism into that. Women empowerment. We are badasses, we go to work, we have careers, we don't have families, we don't have children.、Um, and even though I am an independent woman and I'm all about having my career, having a child has been one of my. Biggest accomplishments and probably one of the things that I have done in life that brings me the most amount of happiness. And Crystal was not planned. Crystal. And she didn't, she was saying, I don't want kids. I did not want kids. Okay. My life was figured out and I was not going to have kids. I wanted to be a career woman. I wanted to travel the world. So I was exactly what I see youth being today, right? I don't want to deal with somebody that's going to hold me down, that I have to be at home babysitting. My life is going to be destroyed. I won't be able to focus on my husband. I just want to be this badass career woman and travel to Paris, you know, every three months. And I got pregnant and it was not planned. I missed my birth control one day. One day. And I got pregnant. So it's kind of funny because I know exactly the day that Crystal was conceived. Yeah, I think it was April Fool's Day. <laughs> I, I just missed one and I got pregnant. And it was devastating at the time because 
I was going to college. We were very poor. Like my husband and I, we could barely pay the bills as it was, okay? I was a bank teller at the time, making minimum wage, trying to go to college. My husband worked whatever, some job I don't even remember. And when I got pregnant, my world fell apart. And I did consider having an abortion. Crystal knows that. I thought about having an abortion long and hard. I talked to my parents about it. I cried many nights about it. And I thought if I did have a baby, it would be the end of any chance that I had to get out of poverty. I thought that if I had a child, I would have to quit school. And that was it. I was going to be poor, you know, working minimum wage for the rest of my life. But guys, no matter how much I consider that, my beliefs wouldn't allow me to have an abortion. Like, I don't judge whatever you decide to do with your life or having an abortion or not an abortion. In my personal case, I personally could not do an abortion. It was against everything that I believed. So I called my mom crying one night and I said, Mom, I can't do it. I, I can't do it. I'm going to have this baby. And my mom was just amazing man and my mom was like we are gonna figure this out together you know i'm gonna i can send your sister to the u.s to help you out with the babysitting we're gonna make sure that you finish college and you're gonna be a great mom and you're gonna still pursue your career and my mom held me down you know so my sister came and helped me with the babysitting but when i look back now crystal is my best friend like i could not and i'm gonna cry saying this Aww. But I couldn't imagine my life without having my daughter. My daughter is like my biggest happiness, my best friend. And, you know, having a husband is awesome. But having a husband, my husband doesn't want to go to a spa with me, you know, or go shopping, mm -hmm. right? Crystal is my friend. She's, she brings so much fun to my life. We talk so much. If I didn't have Crystal, I don't know who I would talk to, you know, because like guys are not as sensitive and emotional and like talk about life like we do, mm -hmm. you know. So we talk every day about things, whether it's about her problems or my problems, my stresses. And then I have the happiness of having her and buying gifts for her for Christmas. And the holidays are so special. And I feel now that I am older, that my career has achieved its peak if i didn't have a child my life would be extremely empty because my husband is working full-time i am working full-time and and that's it like holidays would be so sad so i wanted to offer you a different perspective because i am an independent woman but i still believe in having in, in being a mother you know i still think family comes first before my career my husband comes first my daughter comes first and my family brings the most happiness in my life more than anything by far. Any job, any promotion, any Chanel bag, all of the things that my job enables me to have and buy are not even like a fraction of the happiness that I have with my family. Yeah, I feel the same way. I've been dealing a lot with anxiety problems and my mom has, has really been there for me. And I've told her, I'm like, you know, I just don't know what I would do without you, but I also feel like our relationship too is a bit abnormal because I feel like a lot of women your age don't have as close of a relationship with their children as we do. Hmm. Yeah, maybe that, that is the case. Um, but I don't know, I feel like really think about it. You know, if you're thinking about having children because we tend to think about the near future, which is what I did when I said I didn't want children. We think about the near future and the benefits of oh traveling and corporate and kids are gonna cry and yes it was hell don't get me wrong okay i had sleepless nights i had postpartum depression i had crystal was a flipping nightmare when she was two years old i wanted to die a couple times okay it was not easy but when i look at it now yeah 20 years later not five years later not 10 22 years later which is how old crystal is now i am so happy i did all of that because the rest of my life has been completely different and amazing because she exists and she is in it. Yeah, but I feel like in that moment you were definitely miserable and yeah. thought you made a mistake. But knowing what you know now, then you can see everything in hindsight and that it was for a purpose. I feel like what I'm trying to learn is that you can plan your life all you want, but that's not productive because life can throw a bunch of stuff at you and, and, and so many unexpected things can occur. So I feel like your example, your story is what was meant to be was meant to be. And it was the universe and God coming together, 
whether you didn't realize that in the moment, but you know that now. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I don't know. I feel like my view is um, blended, a little bit blended. When we talk about feminism and, and women power and women having careers and, and screw the patriarchy and all of that, um, I am not 100% there and that's why nowadays i don't consider myself a feminism a feminist because i feel feminism for me maybe not for you because i have talked to a friend and she's like well feminism for me is like equal pay so what it means to me it has gone a bit too far beyond what i believe you know in many different respects too far in the career route without thinking about motherhood and family first too far in the I don't know, the sex route, the glorifying, you know, uh, sleeping around too far in hating men and screw the patriarchy and men are bad and all men want to destroy women and treat us bad. To me, feminism personally has taken a negative connotation. So I now no longer consider myself a feminist. I am a feminist of 1960. I want the basic rights, equal treatment, equal pay, no special treatment. You know, I am an old school feminist. Nowadays, I am not anymore. Yeah, I would say I'm a feminist on my own terms and not necessarily what society is portraying. I feel like a lot of the methods now are very counterproductive mm -hmm. and I'm kind of just like, well, what is this actually doing for society? What is growing my armpit hair and dressing like a boy yeah. or, or cutting my hair super short? Uh, how is that really fighting the oppressive patriarchy? Yeah, and I think a lot of it too, like, of course there is real oppression in other countries, right? I mean, if you just see, there was, you know, a girl, very sad event that just happened in Iraq, I believe it was either Iran or Iraq. I think it might have been Iran. Yeah, there was just this girl that was just um, her unalived, I'm not going to say the word, because she wasn't wearing her hijab properly. So there is true oppression against women in the world nowadays. When I look at my life in the US, I do not feel oppressed by any means. If anything, being a woman or being a minority has given me many advantages in the workplace. Um, so I think here we are taking things too far. I think we need to refocus on these other countries and all of these women that are truly oppressed, that really truly need our help and our voice. But I believe in balance, you know, in general, in everything in life. I believe in career, but also family and also motherhood. And I believe in having her feminine energy and I believe in treating her husband right and treating her husband like the leader of the house. Like for me, even though I'm a very independent woman, my husband is our leader. Like my husband is our protector. Like I just, I, I like the masculine energy mm -hmm. and I like the feminine energy. I like that balance. I want equal in the sense that if dishes need to be done in my house, my husband will do dishes. Scott does dishes, right, Crystal? He he does more of the chores around the house than she does. Scott works like a flipping dog in the house. Like Scott, he'll do the dishes if he has to. He'll do the laundry if he has to. He'll cook his food. He's really independent, and we are equals in that sense, and I like that. He does not have that expectation of me that, hey, I'm working, therefore you need to cook, and you need to clean, and have a full-time job. Because I feel like in Brazil, in the in the Hispanic culture, men are very chauvinistic still. Like men are working, their wives are working, but they still expect the wives to come and cook and take care of the kids and do all of these other things, right? Which is not right. I don't believe that's right. I feel like that's coming here to America a little bit with my generation. I feel like a lot of men have lost their masculine energy and I feel like now women are expected to be financially independent, have a career, but also come back home and also cook and do the dishes mm -hmm. and clean, take care of the kids, the animals, whatever. While the men, yeah, maybe they do that too, but definitely not as much as the women partake in. Right, right. So I believe, you know, I, I, I believe in equality and being treated equal and around the house having the same level of responsibilities. So I believe in a balanced environment, you know, I believe in being equals at home and both helping each other out when both work. And that's what I have in my house. Like Scott will do the dishes if he has to, he will do the work. And, but I also believe in treating my man like a man. Like I like to serve my husband. I like to like give him a massage. I like to spoil him with gifts. I think women should still be women and I think men should still be men. And I like my husband to open the door for me. My husband 
paste the bill at the restaurants most of the time. Sometimes I will do it as a treat because I mean, I make good money, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't want to exploit the man. He already like pays most of the, almost all of the bills at our house as a matter of fact. So my house has a very traditional make where my husband is the provider, pays 99% of the bills. I am the woman, you know, he treats me as such. And that to me is how it should be. Yeah, that's like a perfect balance. That's kind of what I ideally would want to. And that's kind of how, that's how my relationship is too. I mean, we both split everything as equally as possible. But at the end of the day, he is also a man too. And he has that masculine energy. And I also kind of give that feminine energy too. Because I do like to take care of people. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it is kind of fulfilling for people to be there for you and you can be there for them as well. I mean, we are so, nurturers yeah, by nature. So nurturing yeah. is very fulfilling. But what what is your final message? My final message would be that, first of all, there is not one recipe fits all, like I said before, right? We all have different desires, you know, and we have um, different things that make us happy. But I think at the end of the day, um, really think about those foundational things that truly are like... I don't know, your wall, your support, which is your family, you know, when you are making decisions for your life, think for the long haul, just don't think about right now. And also don't let yourself be influenced by social media, by what yeah. you see on TV. The people that are sending you these messages many times do not have good intentions. They are not doing this for your well-being, for you to be empowered. Most of the time, there are financial motives for things. There are power motives for things, control, division. So I think you should live life by your own rules. Mm -hmm. Do not let these forces kind of corrupt you. Yeah, feminism is not what society is feeding you and telling you. It's what it is deep down inside, and it's what gives you purpose and gives you fulfillment. And I just feel like the message of modern feminism is kind of steer us in a way that is just counterproductive it's not productive for us as a society as a whole modern feminism is also like dividing us and I feel like it's just spreading more hate for its men against women all the time instead of just everyone coexisting together uh, so true and you know I was watching I saw a post the other day on social media where you know they were talking about we are so much after man and screw the patriarchy and all of that but what would we do without men? You know, and they posted all of these horrible jobs that men do to clean windows a hundred stories up in the air, working mines, going down the in yeah, caves, a lot of you know, like in, in the most dangerous conditions, right? Like there are so many jobs that men do because they do have their masculine protective energy and I'm so appreciative of that I I never want to spread hate for anybody not just me and not I, I think the world nowadays is a lot about dividing us and I think people that have a higher level of consciousness should realize that politics religion race feminism these were all things created to make the masses fight so the powerful yeah. stay really powerful and I feel like at the beginning feminism started as this very powerful thing powerful message and it's just kind of steered in a wrong direction where it's just leading us to division absolutely so good good call chris so i agree with you 100 percent. so all right so make sure you leave your comments below we would love to hear what you guys have to say your opinions on this very controversial topic but now the boutique is closed we are closed for business we'll be back next week bye love you bye